Hey, listeners, join us each week for Morning Cup of Faith. I'm Brenda Epperson Moore. And I'm Shelly Anderson Myers. And we're Morning Morning Cup Cup of Faith Faith Radio. Radio. Let me ask you something. What's in your cup today? Is it fear, faith, or Diet Coke? Maybe your cup is empty. Maybe all you need is sweetness, a tablespoon of cream, or sugar. If social distancing has you feeling alone, join us weekly to find the community that you crave. Because there is no social distancing with God. Yeah. Each week you'll experience thought-provoking interviews with leaders, influencers, and artists. You'll receive an inspiring promise to you from Scripture, life lessons from Morning Cup of Faith Bible Study, and all things pop culture, books, music, recipes, gardening, and coffee. This is God's Reset. So let Morning Cup of Faith start a revival in your heart. You have found a home with us. Let Morning Cup of Faith pour you a faith latte with a double shot of the divine. Hello, listeners. This is your happy host of Morning Cup of Faith. I'm Brenda Epperson Moore. Thank you so much for being with us. Ready, 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 ready to bring you another fantastic episode with my co-host, fabulous friend, Shelly Anderson Myers. We are here for you, listeners, your tried and true coffee friends. Oh, wait, hold on. What is Bolt doing in here? Oh, no. My God, that's Brenda's dog. Her big white Bolt. German shepherd. Bolt! No, Bolt! Why is Bolt in our studio? <laughs> no. Stay. <laughs> All right. Well, it's International Dog Day, Shelly. Oh, August- I did not know. Wow. August 26th. Okay. Um, Marking it in my calendar. Listeners, we're huge dog lovers here. So you guys, here's a good idea. Why don't you take photos of your dog and tag us yeah. on Instagram at Morning Cup of Face so we can check out your dogs too, because I have four, so I'm going to go big. <laughs> okay, I'll post a picture of Honey. Yes, she's so cute. And you know what, you guys? Our guest today is a big animal lover, and we both have horses. Brian mm-hmm. Bowen-Smith. He's a fine art photographer, best known for his portraits of celebrities on magazine covers worldwide, such as Cindy Crawford, Jennifer Aniston, and Demi Moore, just to name a few. He was mentored by the infamous, incredible Herberts, who helped him develop his own provocative style. Brian is a force of nature. He is bigger than life. I think that guy has lived at least nine lifetimes. He started his career as a model, and he also worked with several fashion brands, including Marc Jacobs. And Brian enjoys surfing and motorcycle riding. That's right. He's incredible. So we're calling this episode Faith in Action. Why? Because when Brian's business shut down during the pandemic, like so many people, what did he do? He jumped in a 1958 F-100 Ford. White, it's gorgeous. And he took an epic American road trip across the country, taking socially distanced portraits. And they're all framed by the truck of his window. Six weeks. Yeah, and over 11,000 miles he drove. His new incredible coffee table book called Drive-Bys captures the soul of American pandemic life. He met up, of course, also with Reese Witherspoon, Demi Moore, and Hilary Swank along the way. It's absolutely incredible. You can get it on bbsdrivebys.com, and part of the proceeds go to Feeding America. And It's incredible. I've already ordered mine. You got to get some. Christmas is coming, you guys. Let's go. (laughs) 
Listeners, you're going to want to hear every little detail about this exquisite book. It captures the soul of the human condition across the country right now. I was so impressed by Brian's faith and his optimism. There is a higher power in my life. There is something that I believe in. I believe in God. And I believe that having that belief is what I look forward to and why I keep going. And it reminds me, Brenda, we received an email the other day at morningcupoffaith at gmail.com asking, do I have to be a Christian to listen to Morning Cup of Faith? And the answer is no. This is a podcast for everyone, no matter where you are in your faith journey. This is a show about inspiration. Brian reminds us that faith comes in many different forms. Faith can come in nature, creativity, Or how about that hopeful face of that cowboy riding on his horse next to Brian's truck in Colorado on the road trip? I mean, he was. (laughs) He's incredible. You know, that's right, Shelly. God meets us exactly where we're at in our faith. Whether we're curious and dipping our toes in the water or we, whether we just have completely immersed ourselves in the lake. Listeners, please welcome a towering giant among photographers and men, our good friend, Brian Bowen-Smith. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Good morning, Brian. Oh my gosh, Brian, we are so, so thrilled that you took time out of your incredibly busy schedule to be with us on our Morning Cup of Faith podcast. How's your quarantine been going? My quarantine, I have to admit, is, is, is not as bad as others. And as you know, I just traveled the whole country, so I got a pretty good glimpse of yes. what it's like for a lot of people and a lot of different classes. And um, I feel very fortunate. So I tend to be a lot more positive um, every day, but it's scary. Yes, you know, there's still the there's still so much uncertainty every day. I can ignore it by going out and taking a big walk in the the park that we have out here. And I live in Old Agora, so there's lots to kind of keep me busy. And I tend to keep busy. My whole life has been about trying to divert negativity Mm. and to divert things that hold you back, Mm. including people, situations. And so I, for the second half of my life, decided one day I was just going to be super positive and and super hopeful. So I kind of lived my life like that. And I've had so many things and so many different lives and and, and things taken away from me and starting over that I'm not, I don't have the fear of failure. I don't have the fear of losing everything, so to speak, and starting over. So I think that gave me some pretty thick skin. So I feel blessed that that's kind of my life as we know it. It's a great way to live. It is a great it's it's a great it's a hard way to live. And at times it's super trying, but like you said, having faith and having someone in your corner that has your back is truly a blessing because there are a lot of people who don't have that. That's right. That's right. But Um, I love what I love what you said earlier, Brian, how you made a conscious decision to remove toxic thoughts, people, and yourself out of situations that were going to bring you down. And I love that because sometimes that's what we have to do. We have to take a conscious look at maybe things around us that are bringing us down or causing us to be, you know, in fear or holding us back from, you know, the potential that lies in each of us. It's a perfect 
opener for what I want to talk about, because when I think about Brian, I think about faith and action. Yeah. Because listeners, when his business shut down, Brian never brags about himself, but he's a celebrity photographer who's <laughs> photographed the likes of Jennifer Aniston, you know, Demi Moore, you know, very fascinating people. When mm-hmm. his business shut down, he jumped in this antique white 1958 Ford F100. Brian, I think you call her <laughs> Pearl, right? Yep. And he took a road trip capturing the heart and soul of America, taking socially distancing portraits from his truck. And for over six weeks, over 11,000 miles, Brian, I believe you photographed over 120 people. Yeah. yeah including my two daughters, Taylor yes. and Brooke. What That's is right. that? <laughs> it was perfect. You came was- to our barn in that truck and... While it was awesome to see you, as always, that truck kind of stole the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, she does. Pearl, Pearl, Pearl is definitely a character. The, the funny part about that truck, well, the ironic part as well, is two weeks before that happened, I was researching how much I could get for it oh. because we were losing so much money. And I'm like, I don't need to have, you know, anything extra right Right. now right now we've got bills and we've got life to pay and so i was going to sell her wow because you didn't it's it's worth a lot of money and you know i was debating you know i'm just like i need to do the right thing and i don't need toys i love i love having the truck and it's it's now it's now it's never going away right too sentimental and there's there's there's, there's a way bigger story to it. Yeah. Talk about destiny. We understand that the idea for drive-bys, which that is the name of this incredible coffee table book, Drive-Bys, which yeah. captures the soul of American pandemic life through Pearl's truck window. We understand <laughs> the idea for drive-bys came about during a virtual cocktail hour with some friends. Yeah, I, I had um, some friends down the street um, and they have a daughter named Taya, and we were on a Zoom just happy hour meeting, and uh-huh. we had been talking about getting Taya in to come shadow some of my shoots because she's very interested in film and photography. Wow. Um, she also happens to be incredibly beautiful and eccentric and well beyond her years. Yeah. She's 18. She's getting ready to go to college. She just got accepted to UCLA. Wow. And um, so I really wanted to get her on a shoot and I thought, well, here's a better experience. I'm not having any shoots anytime soon. So that opportunity is gone. But what about if you let me shoot you? And I happen to have to, you know, start Pearl up every once in a while. If I don't drive her, mm-hmm. you hold the trucks, you don't want them to sit too long. So I'm like, I'll just shoot in that truck. And I knew that the windows are super big so I could lean out and, and the truck sits a little lower than my other truck. So I literally brought that truck because I needed to get it out of the garage as I was setting up. And and I just said, come into your driveway because they had this kind of cool barn door. And we, and we got this kind of white dress that I thought would look kind of cool. Yeah. And then as soon as I held up the camera and saw the windows in the frame, I took a picture and said, Oh, I'm just going to do everything through and show the window because it's such a unique view. Wow. And when well, I got it, that's back. what's different about it. I was trying to figure out what the windows are so much bigger than the ordinary yes. truck. And they wrap around. Yep. They're curved. 
So incredible. So that was the inspiration. That was the inspiration. And and I'm like, if anything, that's one great photo. And I knew I couldn't, I was so excited to show her because she's not going to believe what we did. Right. You can't, you can't imagine what happened to you see it. And when you see it, you're like, whoa. And then, you know, my wife, she's like, you need to do more of these. Yep. It could be a cool little series. And so I actually, the next one was her mother. Her oh. mother had been trying on her old wedding dress with her friends online. Oh. Just seeing, oh, does our wedding dress still fit? Everyone try it on. And you know what I mean? And yeah. so I, she, she sent us a photo um, and jokingly was like, I'm ready for my, I'm ready for my picture. And I remembered this swing at the corner of our street uh-huh. on this hill. And I said, wouldn't it be amazing uh-huh. that dress trailing on the swing? Uh-huh. And I got, and then after that second one, I was like, it's on. This, this is picture has touched the mood. Yeah. Ooh, these, these yeah. pictures evoked a lot of emotion and yeah. I just thought it was just so cool. And then I was on a Leica camera zoom and i just said maybe i should take it across the country as a joke and as soon as i said that i saw the comments "Ooh, i live in so-and-so i live in so-and-so and And i thought my gosh this could be this this could actually work and then my wife was like you're not going across the country there's no way and so that kind of once someone tells me i can't do something it's pretty much over Right. I, I just, you know, listeners, we know you can't see the photos right now, but you have to go on if you want to see some of Brian's work at bowensmith.com. But, you know, Brian, your images are thought provoking. They're inspiring. When you were sharing the concept behind just the one image with the swing and the dress, it just gave me chills. The creativity in which you formulate the idea and then you bring it to life for us to experience. And one of the photos in this BBS drive-by is the Colorado cowboy. Right. Your tra- I have to meet that cowboy. My oh, he, was lo- he is Wait. He is a pistol, that guy. I could tell. I could tell. I just, oh, incredible. Oh, tell he was way, you know, we had, that was way up in um, Telluride and we kind of okay. got lost because we didn't have, and you know, it was no service and we were about <laughs> 25 minutes late. And he was sitting in his driveway on his horse yelling at us. <laughs> he, he was great. on time. Moment. I mean, on time. He said, he folk, you don't know. <laughs> You know, I got things to do. And I was like, oh, super sorry. You know, we got lost. It's super sorry. And he's like, nice truck. And then we literally went straight. He's like, all right, follow me. And he took off. And he goes, and he pulled up next to me on the horse. and goes, how's this look? And it was just a, a field. And, he, and I said, well, just go. And he took off running. And I just had to catch up to him. And I literally was just pointing out the window and shooting. And oh. I thought it went down. And the mask-clad Elvis impersonator in Vegas. That yes. story really got me. Yeah. He, um, you know, they, you know, Vegas had been shut down and all these performers have, right. are, are out of work. And, yep. and they're like, you know, like, well, I'm like, what's, you know, he didn't even like, he's like, I got to get, I got to get my costume, you know, and we, I'd have to get my hair dyed black, but I can't afford that. So, and I'm like, all right, I'll pay for your hair. And like, what do you got to, you know, do to make it happen? And it just, I just wanted I wanted these pictures to be kind of cool pictures, not just COVID stories of how people are suffering, but let's make a a great, let's get you into doing something fun and cool and give you a a mission, even if it's for a short short while. And people really responded to that and got into that. 
And I found the pictures really uplifting. Yeah, that's the whole point. Well, you and know, you even came back to see the George Floyd protest yes. in Monica. I, I, I was very fortunate enough to get back in time and very fortunate enough to, to finish in time to where we didn't get caught up um, and stuck somewhere or not be able to get some of the shots in New York City right. of the empty streets. Because the, for me, the, the whole mission is to get to, to Times Square right. with no one in it, to right. get to Vegas with no one in it. I don't know when the next time, not in my lifetime, we'll never see this again. Right. No. And you know, I love hearing you say, Brian, because you started this interview talking about living a life that is happy and joyous and thankful. And what you've done is like you just said, you've taken what is bad and harmful and horrible for so many people. And you, you put a new perspective in our lives and in our heart out of a window of hope and show people. Ooh, I like that. Still, but that's what I keep hearing. There's still thriving. They're still moving on and moving forward, even in this time of hopelessness. So you also photographed Reese Witherspoon in Malibu, Demi Moore, Hillary Swank, also many celebrities wanted to get on board with you. The the celebrities wanted to get on board and I thought it was important to include them because at first I was like, it's not about celebrities. And then what I come to realize is that in this pandemic, everyone is equal. Correct. There aren't any hair and makeup. The celebrities are in the same position we are. They're not working. Right. They're at home waiting. They're right. wondering what they can do to help. Right. And, you know, and like someone like Reese and, and Hillary and them, they DM'd me just like everyone else. How can I help? Oh. Uh, you want me to be in it? Or what do you need me to do? And, and you know, selfishly, we needed their platform. We needed, right. we needed to, to get this out there in the world. And I think a lot of the press, let's just face it, stems from having a big celebrity. And if that's, if that's part of the mission, that's part of the mission. I'm not trying to limit or, or disclude anyone that can make this mission and this dream of mine come true. Right. So I was very happy that it happened the way it did. And the pictures are the way they are. And, and they're not different in the sense that like I did anything special for them. We did it the same. I pulled up, we figured out what we were going to do right then and there. And I shot it and left. They were very raw. Yes, yes. But be- but so raw and beautiful and look so just not simple in the sense sometimes. And it wasn't, wasn't like it's technically difficult, but it was a lot of my knowledge. And this is what a lot of people don't understand is that even though I didn't use any lights or I didn't use anything else, I had to know, I had to know what time of day. I had to get, you know, have people send me pictures of where the location they were thinking. So I know where the sun would be, what time I should be there. So it was really a lot of planning and then getting there and, and, and using the truck as a sort of a huge tripod and figuring out what to do. And some were happy mistakes where yeah. it's like, oh, I got there and it was completely different than I thought. But I saw a spot around the corner. Follow me. Wow. Wow. Well, I mean, you did the same when you came to shoot my children at our barn. You yeah. said, send me a picture of the breezeway and send me a picture at six. Send me a picture at seven. I need to see what the light looks like. And then you walked in or you drove down and, you know, you just shot it. Is this the first time that you have shot a book without a crew? No, no. no it's actually my second. Okay. Okay. My so- first book that I did by myself is called The Men and Women of Mark Jacobs. I just was looking at, wait, you didn't have stylists for that? Nothing. 
Come on. That's the coolest book ever. That was the, uh, that was my concept for that book was I said, Mark to my friend, Mark and Robert Duffy, who, who owns Mark Jacobs, every one of your employees come looking like they've been styled by a professional. They're all so unique and cool. I could come in here with my camera and shoot some amazing photos of just, so I would go into a store and no one even know I'm going to be coming or what I'm doing. And I would explain, I'm going to do a book. Do you guys want to be in it? And we'd walk around the store. We'd walk around the neighborhood. Wow. And then finally people, and we did it all the way from Russia oh. and to everywhere in between. I mean, I looked at that book and I literally thought, oh, this must have been expensive. He must have had stylists. <laughs> that's incredible. No, I just pig- piggybacked when they opened stores. But that's just, you know, that shows your talent and who oh, you are. You just have raw. It shows that I'm smart enough to take advantage of something that's right in front of my face. Wow. Well, you have to have the talent to see it first. Ryan, I think you visited over 20 states. And yeah. looking at these portraits, their soul just jumps out at you. You just really yeah. captured the raw essence of the human condition during this uncertain time. And we're wondering, what was the climate of the people you were seeing across America with emotions running so high? A lot of these pictures were taken when lockdown was first happening. We're all kind of adjusting now, but a lot of these pictures were taken several months ago. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. The excitement of people when I showed up, half these people have never been photographed before like wow. by a professional or anything like that. And so they... Were, were like, I could sense them like this opportunity is blowing my mind. I, like, and one girl said, I've never imagined that you would be here photographing me in, in especially this time that was just not, the, it, it, she's like, it's such a blessing. And I remember those moments of people just being super refreshed because I can imagine all of a sudden, you know, even when I was starting out in the industry, like every time I, was in the presence of a great director or a great photographer. Yeah. I was so starstruck and so yeah. I, I don't believe that the same guy who did so-and-so is here shooting me. Like this is, you feel like a sense of I've made, I've done something or I've accomplished something. It's magic. It's or magic and, I loved, and I'm not going to try to deny who I am or what I've accomplished in my career. So I know that some people look at me as that person. So what I wanted to do is make sure I delivered and made that person feel special, made that person person feel like Hilary Swank or, mm. or any other big celebrity and, and make that person just feel so good. And just when they see their photo, they'll remember it the rest of their life and be so happy the worst time of our life ever. Mm. Kind of a juxtapose of here's a gift that hopefully will bring a little bit of light when you think about the pandemic. You are a blessing. And, you know, listeners, we want to encourage you to get this book because the proceeds of this exquisite book is going to go to Feeding America, Brian. It's a really important charity. There's over 38 million people living in poverty and in hunger right here in America. And we understand that you have a very personal connection to Feeding America, Brian. Oh, I sure do. I grew up extremely poor, single mother. Yeah, she wasn't even around a lot, and we were left to you know kind of fend for ourselves most of the time. So it was vitally important that breakfast and lunch that we ate at school, yeah, that we got that. 
And we, you know, welfare provided meal tickets. So we got free lunch and free breakfast. And most of the time that was what we ate. There wasn't really dinners. So I, you know, have a, you know, when, when I found out that all these programs that feed these kids are going to be cut off because of the pandemic, I, I just thought to myself when I was little, when you didn't have it for one day, how starving you were. Mm. And that feeling as a kid is just breaks my heart. And, mm. and it brings me back to, to, you know, those hardships that we went through. And if it's one thing that I can donate to, that's very important right now that takes stress off parents as well, yeah. you know, having to know you can't feed your child is got to be an extremely painful, yeah. stressful, unimaginable moment. And I don't, I, it needs to be addressed more by our government, by everyone. But in the short term, Feeding America is already set up. They're, they're an amazing organization. So it made it super easy for me to just, here's a check. And I know it's getting distributed. It, it actually is a lot easier for me to do that than start my own organization or, right. or you know what I mean? It's just like, no, I'm just, I'm going to help you with what you've already created and have done. Right. And, and a lot of celebrities are behind it and it's making a huge impact. Mm, I, you know, I'm not, you can't, you can't, you can't profit off something like this. Right. I'm not going to profit, profit off an epidemic or profit off of people's sorrow or what's going on. So, and I made, I made the book affordable. I mean, right. I've put every corner that I can, I've self published it. I designed yeah. it with my friend. Like I, we yeah. did this the raw way to make the book, the book only $40. Wow. And then, and then for people who do have money, we made an expensive version that comes with a custom print. So people that can't afford it can have something different and special. And, and that money, it's great because then that book is $500, but that, you know, that kills a lot of this charity. Well, a lot so of that money goes straight to charity. That's incredible. So where, um, you know, so the book now is available on www.bbsdrivebys.com. And okay. a lot of, a lot of um, another great way is to follow me on Instagram, which is at Brian Bowen Smith. And you can see a lot of the videos. You can see a lot of the press. You can, you can get a really good feel about what it is. And, and I, I'll continue to post. And, and that will also keep you updated. Well, you know, I want to remind listeners, too, we're basically in September. But you guys, you got to start thinking of Christmas. So buy a bunch of these books, help feed America, help put some joy and hope on your table, as well as the ones that you love and give them as Christmas gifts or Hanukkah gifts, whatever you celebrate. And let's get these books sold. So Brian, you're in a unique position because when most people were sheltering at home, you went cross country, you know, you visited over 20 states. So you have a little bit of perspective. Do you see this uncertain time as an awakening? I mean, some people think it's the apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> what positive signs do you see happening in the world? I've seen everything. We've actually gotten threatened at a gas station because mm. we were wearing masks. Uh-huh. Um, we've also, people telling us that, you know, it's not real. To people who take it very seriously and are, are praying a lot. I will tell you this. Majority of the people were just praying that this is going to get resolved. Yeah. Majority of the people were, were very, you know, everyone's afraid they're going to lose their home. Everyone's, you know, I, I, I went to a dairy farm and they were, I mean, they're terrified of what's happening. You know, without 
schools open and restaurants open, the dairy and milk industry has taken a huge hit. They looked me right in the eye and said, I don't know how much longer we can stay open. Right. And this is, I'm talking about a farm that's massive yeah. and, and, yeah. and four generations and yeah. people, the neighbors are coming and helping milk the cows. You can't stop milking cows. No, right. So it's not like we just take a break and sit back where like most people that don't have their jobs can sit, collect, you know, unemployment and, and be fine. They're still working and then they're dumping out milk. Yeah. It's, it's heartbreaking. Yes. And, you know, and you, and you see, you see hope in their eyes. You don't see them giving up quite yet. You see them just nervous and, 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 and hopeful. Mm. And then you, then you saw, you know, where they're like, what you're doing is so great. And I didn't realize how powerful and how important what I would do, what I was doing was. I took no time at all. And I just hit the road. So I really didn't have time to think I'm always a creative mind. So I think of just getting it done first. And, and, and the only thing was, it was, how can I make each picture unique? How can I top the last picture? How can I? So I was extremely stressed the whole time, extremely busy the whole time, extremely just trying to stay alive and not crash in this 1993 Winnebago that didn't have a drive, didn't have a sway bar, didn't have the, the everything started falling off of it. It, it was dangerous. I mean, it was, it was exciting, but I had to have faith the whole time. I literally, and I, I will not lie. One night I went to bed and I would pray and say, please don't let us die like this. Wow. Wow. Well, you know what you did, Brian, is you gave those people a voice. You gave them a voice and you gave them hope that these photos will show that they're still there. Don't forget about us. We're still working hard. And you gave them a voice through the giftings of who you are and your, your photography you know, and I'm sure you've seen so much on just in your life. What does faith mean to you? I remember when I was little and I used to pray. We were raised Catholic, but my mom, I just went to a Catholic church, I think, just because that's just what she was told or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. So I never really, we, we would go to Sunday school, but I would think sometimes it was just so she could have her time. I don't, you know what I mean? So I never really was like, no one ever sat me down and taught me about a religion, religion. And nobody sat me down like a parent that you, you know, and, and right. really explained what faith and what religion meant or what, right. you know, so I learned through just things that I've heard and heard, you know, and when I was younger, I didn't understand church as much. Right. So I couldn't really even, I couldn't put two and two together of what the preacher was saying to know what he was talking about. Right. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I think that what I, I learned was there is a higher power in my life. There is something that I believe in. Um, I believe in God. Mm-hmm. And I believe that having that belief is what I look forward to and why I keep going. Yeah. And why, why, I, why I do things. You know, I, I was like, I'm not going to be a hypocrite and pray to God, please get me out of this life. If you get me out of this life, I promise I'll do something with it, which is what I always used to, to beg him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that bargaining. <laughs> yes. And, and whether it, you know, whatever it was, I, I'm trying to live up to my promise. Mm-hmm. And 
That's to me should be any religion's purpose to make you a better person and to, to believe in something higher than yourself and to give back to others and spread that word. You know, Brian, it's just amazing to know you. It really is. You and I have shared time out there at surf practice with our kids and you're such a bright light. There's a current running through you. So much joy de vivre, as they say. Some of your portraits that I look at, they truly seem to be touched by God. Oh, I just can't you. describe the awe that I feel looking at some of your work. You just did. <laughs> I, it's, it's true. Can you describe for yourself what makes, I don't want to use the word perfect. I believe in the gift of imperfection. But what makes that once-in-a-lifetime photo for you? It's making that person that I'm photographing feel that way. It's making them see a picture of themselves and go, wow, holy wow. That is unreal. I love this picture so much. And to me, that's, it, it's not a, a matter of how beautiful that person it, it could be anyone, mm-hmm. any person. You can have a deformity. You can be a regular person. You can be a celebrity that's got her picture taken a million times mm-hmm. or her picture taken a million times. It's, it's the personal connection with trying to figure out a way to impress that person individually and forever. Mm. And that's, that's my quest in every shoot that I do, no matter. I, and I don't, everyone's, this is the common, you know, can you just shoot a picture of us? It can be a simple one. You don't have to go, you know, go crazy or anything. I just, you know, any, and I'm like, I don't do anything like that. If it's a birthday party, if it's a picture of someone's daughter, just to do a picture, it's all done the right way. It doesn't have to be sophisticated. Just like you saw this drive-by. I don't need a bunch of equipment and a bunch of assistants and a bunch of everything. I know lighting and I know how to, to, to make someone look good um, and feel good. You know what I mean? And sometimes, sometimes that doesn't work out. And sometimes that reflects on the person's life or they're, they're never going to feel that they've got something inside of them where they don't want to like themselves. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be, they don't want to see that you got something beautiful out of them. I wish the world was different. I'm, I'm praying again for change and, and, and hopefully that we wake up I find it hard to believe watching the news and seeing what's going on that we're going backwards in some respects. And, and it's to me, I'm just, I'm, I'm afraid for my son's future. I'm afraid for every day. What's happening. This gun violence, Mm -hmm. what's happening in Chicago. Mm. And which is another reason why when I did that trip, all of that was on pause for a second. Yeah. And I was a, an observer. Right. And I think that anyone who wants to make change and wants to help has to be an observer yeah. and soak things in. I can't ask myself why God's doing the things he does in my life. I embrace it when it's good and I accept it when it's bad. Yeah. And I think that I'm not in control of anything in my life. Right. None of us are. Well, any did. day, anything can happen. You and did. any day, a sickness can come. Any day, yeah. you're, you could, freaking menopause happens. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> things happen that are just out of control, weird. And I think that 
I'm going to spend the rest of my life trying to make the best of it. And yeah. no one's no one's dealt a perfect hand. We know you started your career as a model. Well, we use that term pretty loosely. I did two modeling jobs. Just happened to be the best two photographers <laughs> in the world. But is that how you met Herb Ritz? That is exactly how I met Herb Ritz. I first did a campaign. I was on the boardwalk. I was out there skating. And a lady came up to me and said, you need to come to this audition this afternoon. And I was like, okay, for what? And it was for an Abercrombie and Fitch ad. Wow. And I went in to the audition and she was asking me questions. Like, she, I know you can skate. Like, I'm like, oh, I do gymnastics. And she's like, oh, like how good. And so I just did a back standing backflip right there in the thing. No, and didn't. she freaked out. And wow. she said, oh my gosh, stop right there. And then she called up and she's, you know, and it was a, an audition and I didn't realize it was for Abercrombie and Fitch. And I didn't realize it was with um, Bruce Weber. Mm. Wow. Well, the fact that I was not six two, I was only five nine. I was in super good shape, but I was very small but you for, for, for that kind of model. So the Abercrombie and Fitch said, absolutely not. He's too short. Bruce <laughs> Weber said, absolutely. I'll pay for him myself, but I am putting him in the campaign. I have wow. some ideas. I ended up being in almost every picture. Wow. They were on the side of billboards. They were on the side of buildings. Oh, it was me God. doing this huge backflip. So it came like everyone was like, whoa, who is this guy? Oh. And so Herb saw me and Herb hired me through seeing that and talking to Bruce for a gap campaign that he was doing. Wow. So I, now I had already got, I had just starting messing with photography since my wife was a model and I started shooting and I was in love with photography. But when I shot with Herb, he was looking at one of his books, Africa. And he asked me, I remember that book. and I was like, yes, I want to see. And he's like asking me questions. And we were going through page by page and asking me which one I like, which one I didn't like. And I was like, this one's way better. And then he would cross out the other one. I'm like, Oh no, 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 don't, don't trust my opinion. I just get, <laughs> and, so, and, and then I had been acting and my manager was named Sandy Gallen and they were great friends. And I would see her about parties. And so I had been telling Sandy, I would do anything to go watch Herb shoot. And so he's like, Oh, Herb, come here. And so at a party, he said, can Brian come watch your shoot? He's really, and he's like, yes, of course. Wow. And I'm like, no way. I became the fifth assistant. Mm. And so then it just, you know, and I knew, you know, and Herb, would, we'd, he, he, we would call, I'd call him and have conversations with him and he would give me advice. And you're talking to, like, that's like calling the president and asking him Absolutely. advice and him answering. Right, right. Like, this yeah. is like calling and talking to your mentor that's like a legend already. Yeah. And then he, you know, and he took me under his wing and he, he gave me one of his cameras, the number one camera he's had for 10 years. Wow. Yeah. And it was like a holy grail of this is a sign. Yeah. This is a yeah. sign. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people are like, you know, photography, it's not easy. And it's there's so much more than just being talented. Even when you master the technical side, the insecurity of each shoot. I had an eye. Yeah. Now I just have to learn how to perfect my eye and learn what I like. There you go. What what Your style. Yeah, I have to know, I have to learn what I really like to do because I can't just copy her Brits. 
Right. Even though right. he's my favorite, I can mentor him. I can get influenced by him and many others. But how do you make a picture of your own? And that's the daily struggle even today. Yep. Wow. And okay. my secret is I let those things happen naturally. And I'm not afraid to make my own mistakes. So when I have people telling me not to do something, I'm, I just ask them politely, let me make my own mistakes. I'm doing this for a reason. I'm not guessing. This is, barbecue. This, wow. is, this is what I feel like needs to be done right now. And just bear with me. And, that, and then I've had a lot of assistants that are like, wow, I didn't, I didn't expect that. Now I kind of get it. And they've learned to let me, let me be me and not try to push me into what they think is, should be done right now. Right, right. Well, Brian, our guests, I'm sure, are blown away by you. You're getting out of their sleeping. No, they're not. They are blown like, Thank gosh, we have coffee. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is about coffee. Trust me. You guys remember to go to www.bbsdrivebys.com. Get your book. Get a book for your friend, for your family, for the coffee table. Get the leather-bound book. Support what Brian is doing. Support Feeding America. Brian, our final question we asked in Morning Cup of Faith. What's in your cup this morning, Brian? Same as always. Coffee, a little bit of creamer, and a whole lot of love. <laughs> That's the love part. Yeah, every day, um, and, I'm, and I want everyone to know that this is not me being spoiled or chauvinistic at all because my wife enjoys this part of the day as well. Um, she brings me coffee in bed every morning. We wake up at 6 a.m. like clockwork because the dogs have to pee. She goes out, she puts the coffee on, she comes back, she fires up her computer, so she goes cool. out, she makes the coffee. She likes to make the coffee with like gourmet style. She whips up the foam. Um, the dogs all wait. They follow her. She gives me my coffee in bed. I watch the news. The dogs, I give them all a little bit of finger of foam. They get their little foam lit. Oh. And they run off into her office, and she takes a good hour to herself and goes on, does her emails, talks to her parents, and has her little time in the office, which is in our bedroom. And I sit in bed, watch the morning news, Till around 6.45 when I get up and I go into my room. And so we have that kind of ritual, kind of coffee time together, but separate to kind of have that little 45-minute moment to ourselves. And it's the same even if we're going on vacation. Even if I do I get up and make, make the coffee, she's like, I, she makes it a certain way. She has it done, and I kind of let her do her thing. And so for me, it's great. <laughs> she props up my pillow, and it's just so cute and endearing. And it's one of those moments where, I'll hopefully teach our kid that this is a ritual that needs to stay in the family. There you go. I spend you, the rest you and Shay are like relationship goals. Brian, you have such a Thank tremendous you, gift. Thank you for sharing your talent and your yes. process with us today. Thank you for getting the word out there about the book. So we're also going to put it on our Instagram as well for our listeners. Yeah. Great. And That's the website. Amazing. Thank but you. Yeah, it's, it's like faith, isn't it? Just the more you spread the word and the more people get touched by it and the more people participate, the stronger it is. That's exactly right. And you are a tower of faith, Brian. Thank uh -huh. you so much for all you've done for so many other people. And 
listeners, you've got to get involved in this movement across the country of hope and feeding America during a pandemic. Make sure you go to www.bbsdrivebys with an S.com. Brian Bowen Smith, we love you. Thank you for Thank being you. I love you too. The morning cup of faith. God bless. Yes, Bye. God bless. Hope to see you guys soon. Absolutely. Preferably at the barn and at the beach. There you go. Yes. Bye, bye, sweetie. All right. This episode brought to you by Catherine's Designs. Home accessories and beautifully curated, handmade, and vintage textiles of pillows. Find her on Instagram at Catherine's underscore designs. And Sweet Cheeks Organic Konjac Skincare, The gentlest, eco-friendly way to cleanse and exfoliate your sweet cheeks. Go to SweetCheeksOrganics.com and get yours today. And Ascend Women. Ascend Women wants to inspire, educate, and ignite women and kids to become all God has purposed them to be. You need to reach us. We'd love to hear from you. At Morning Cup of Faith on Instagram. Also, you can send us questions or your thoughts. MorningCupOfFaith at gmail.com. Next week, listeners, you're in for a very special treat when Doug Addison joins us in the Morning Cup of Faith studio. He's a prophetic speaker and author, and he's going to bring you some much-needed spiritual wisdom and inspiration during these really uncertain times. Okay, Doug looks exactly like Rod Stewart. <laughs> look, at his, look at his hair. He's handsome. That's great. That's right, Shelly. Doug is really funny. But he's also very powerful. When he speaks into your life, you, just, you don't see him coming. He's prophetic, powerful, and the listeners are just going to love him. I know it. I'm looking forward to that. Yes. Now, go be mighty. Mighty.